Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. August 31st, 2020. The Split Skirt. Lincoln Logs. Solar Cars and Michael Jackson. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Good day. Good Monday. Good Monday. Good Monday. Mm-hmm. It's the last day of August, the last day of your birthday month. The last with the numbers transposed. Oh. From 13 to 31. Look at that. I didn't even realize. It's part of my numerological studies. <laughs> You're back at that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are feeling a little sad about your birthday month, the sun setting on your birthday month, let me just tell you that our twins, Mac and John Kyle, are happy to tell you happy birthday any day of the year. Yes, they are. Yes, they They are. often will just be out of the blue, just like, happy birthday, mom. And I'm like, happy birthday, kiddo. Although they told me today my birthday was weird. Oh. Like, not as a memory of the last celebration, just in general. <laughs> One of them said, Dad, is it your birthday today? And I said, sure, and it's yours too. <laughs> and he said, your birthday's weird. So he's birthday shaming me. I don't know why. <laughs> and I do feel ashamed now. Well, as well you should. Yes. And I'm also feeling... Patriotic. Oh. But not towards our own country, the continental U.S., as it were. Uh Um, It is happy Independence Day to our Caribbean friends in Trinidad and Tobago. All right. And where did they win their independence from? Don't remember. Me neither. Yeah. It was a lot more recent than uh, I had realized and I don't remember the year either. So, yeah, if that piques your interest, go look it up. I feel like, okay, if we're talking about the Caribbean, then we are talking about either Spain. Uh, what's Dutch? What does that equal? Um, freaky deaky Dutch? Yeah, that's Dutch isn't a country. Finnish? No. No. Um, Scandinavia. Well, nope. it's part of Scandinavia. 
I don't know. Wait, thanks for, uh, I want to stop right now and issue a big thank you for revealing my geographical idiocy. Well, I reveal like mine too. Yeah, but you're not guessing. You're just, you're asking it like, oh, you guessed it. I didn't know if you knew or not. You, you did it safely. Okay. There's a, let's just say this. Trinidad and Tobago would have won their independence from the Dutch. Whatever country I don't think is. they did though. But I'm just, I'm naming, I'm naming. Okay. Um, Dutchland? European... <laughs> Deutschland. That's Germany though, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. We Should suck. we stop this and start over? We may suck. The unawesomeness <laughs> of today. We're getting it out of the way first. Um, France I, or Spain. Right? I feel like it okay, was, a, there we go. I feel like it was English. Okay. Uh, as evidenced by their heavy English speaking. But all of the Caribbean is peppered with yeah. either independence won from yeah. or still current under under technically the law of somewhere else. It's like the that's the true melting pot from island to island. Languages can yes. differ all of that. That's right. That's right. So anyway, happy Independence Day, Trinidad and Tobago. Indeed. Well, in 1895, it's a long time ago. Yeah. We had the first pro football game played, hmm. and the quarterback, John, I think it's Brallier okay. or Brallier or something, uh, he was paid for that game, and he did win 12 to nothing, Oh, but he was paid $10. 10 big buckaroos. That was a decent chunk of money back then. Well, yeah, it's not $10 million. It's not $10 million, but it is $10. That's right. Uh, where are you on the pro football when I left football, I treated it much like an ex-girlfriend, mm -hmm. and I have not given her the time of day since. You deleted contact info, blocked her in your phone. Yep. And Unfriended her. Unfriended. Never watched a single down since. Yeah. If I run into her in a public space, I walk the other way. <laughs> that feels right. I don't hang out at the bars where she goes. Yep. That's good. All the things. you got to guard your heart. Yeah. Except you never really have enjoyed the pro football. So. I've never enjoyed being a spectator of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. I was involved with either the playing or the coaching. Right. And I've never enjoyed pro outside of just if there was a kid I'd coached who was playing, I'd yeah. watch a few series or something. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Well, uh, not too many years later, after that big pro football game, 1902, the women's split skirt, first worn by Mrs. Adolf Landeberg... A horse rider. Mm -hmm. I could see how that'd be handy. Well, for sure, yes. I can't believe it took us until 1902 to get that accomplished. Of course, there was many social mores and standards yeah. to overcome. I would guess she maybe was the first wealthy person to yes. be seen in one. There yeah. were probably some other wearings of the split skirt. Is a split skirt also known as culottes? <laughs> That's a question. It's not capris. I got that ironed out, but I can't tell you about the other. <laughs> All right, in 1920, John Lloyd Wright is issued a patent for, quote-unquote, toy cabin construction, close quote, which are known ubiquitously now as Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs, and they suck. You don't like Lincoln Logs. I hate Lincoln Logs. Why? I remember... You don't like to construct toy cabins? Not with Lincoln Logs. Okay. I went to somebody's house. Uh -oh. This is way back in the day. Little kid, you know, yeah. parents wanting to get together with other adults, send the sure. kids off into the dark corners of the dungeon to play. Okay. And I didn't like the kid, well, for one. There. He was yes. annoying. Mm -hmm. 
And he was, let's just say he had an unhealthy enjoyment of the Lincoln Logs. Oh, okay. The Lincoln Logs that he had, I don't know if this is standard of all Lincoln Logs, because again, I didn't own them or frequent playing with them. Yes. But his, the little notched grooves where you'd fit the logs together. Yeah. There was so much give in there that the entire structure was compromised. It was unsound. It was unsafe. Okay. You were not going to pass a home inspection with that. Right. I didn't like it because it was rickety and crappy. Yeah. And you don't like rickety and you don't like crappy. I don't like either one. And I feel like at some point in time, I may have also been in a Lincoln Log duel with someone. That feels right. They hurt on the head mainly. They hurt. You're just like chucking at each other? Um, no, like... Hitting each whacking, other? swinging. Okay. Yes. Dang, because that's like a short instrument of mm-hmm. pain to deliver to someone. you got to get good wrist rotation oh, to really man. get the, the pop in there. I don't like that one bit. I won. I just want to float that out there. So far, I'm undefeated against children and old people. <laughs> it's a record I'm proud of. Well, you can be thankful to John Lloyd Wright for that. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> well, nineteen forty-six, Warner's brother, Warner, Warner's brothers, Warner brothers, the, the brothers Warner. They uh, had they debuted the cartoon character Foghorn Leghorn. You remember him? I do remember he him. He was a real jerk. Yep. Always picking on the dog. Yep. Tried to be Southern. I feel like if we went and listened now, he'd probably sound pretty racist, I, too. I, am, I haven't watched a, a classic Warner Brothers yeah. tune in a while, but I can, like, almost guarantee it's racist. So, there were definitely yeah. issues of blackface and things like that back then. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a problem. You can't blame them yesterday for today's problems. They I don't think know. that's fair. But, uh, yeah, they weren't. They weren't probably, wouldn't be viewed as appropriate all the time today. Right. It's so true. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving ahead, uh, uh, nine years, as it were, hmm. 1955. At the 1955 General Motors Powerama. <laughs> okay. Because everything was an ama. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's or Rama, whatever. It's the 50s. Yeah. Everything was a Rama for sure, whether it was a dance-a-Rama or mm-hmm. a- Milkshake Rama. Yeah, Burger Rama, something. All the Ramas. Yeah. Well, this, the Power Rama was General Motors, it was their car show. Oh. And so, much like a sponsored car show today that is, in fact, a descendant of those, you would also have the concept cars, oh, the wow. vision of the future, along with, hey, here's all the stuff you guys should buy now. Yes. Here's the other thing. Here's what we're working on. Get in on it first. That's right. That's what it was. That's right. They introduced the Sunmobile, mm-hmm. which was the first. I, sometimes I'm, I like truth. I like accurate statements. They call it the first solar-powered automobile. But let me tell you something. The Sunmobile was 15 inches long. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's not really, an automobile. That's really stretching the... It was automobile there. It was a sideshow to sound cool. I think yeah. well over a million people saw it. Okay. Yeah. And this is 1955. 1955. It was, so. it was again, this little 15-inch car with a few solar panels on it. And it could gather enough and convert enough sunlight to energy to run the little car, which, of course, was made out of 
you know, balsa wood, which is practically styrofoam, and okay. every light material possible. Uh, mm. As they figured at the time, if you were to scale it up to a full-size vehicle, that you might be able to produce 12 horsepower. Mm, fast. Um, which isn't, it, it wouldn't have been enough to move a steel car. Okay, all right. So, yeah, it was just a, it was the concept. It was a, the future possibilities of solar energy. But that's a long time ago for solar to be rearing its head. Yeah, I know, right? Do you think that immediately after that, GM stopped re all research and development on solar powered Probably, vehicles? yes. They took it in, what was it, the, the Beanmobile or yes. whatever it was that uh, Ford had yeah. tinkered with? Yeah. Yeah, those files were lost. Lost on purpose. Conspiracy theory. You've got a whole list of things I've got a, here. I've got a bunch. I hope you're ready. Sit back, buckle up. Strap it. Strap it out. Nope. <laughs> that was, uh, that's, a, that's from Super Troopers. Yes, it I is. I think. I believe you're right. Inappropriate there as well. Yes. Great movie, though. Great movie filled with inappropriateness. Yes. 1964, California officially becomes the most populated state in America. Still is, right? I would assume so. California. If you can count. No, I'm not going to say that either. Okay. Hi, Rodent. Taking the high road. Speaking of high road and roads in general, California is such a long state. Mm -hmm. And there's such geographical diversity from Northern California down to San Diego that mm -hmm. it's it reminds me of Texas in the sense that Texas, you can drive across the state and go through lots of different... Is, don't they call the interstates there like the yeah, yeah, number? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. right. Way, way back in the when, when I was coaching. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was actually... Uh, when I coached the son of Ray Parker Jr., who wrote yes. Ghostbusters yeah. music, uh, he, coming from California, as he arrived, we asked him how the trip was. And he mentioned coming in on, I think he said the 20 yeah. or something. We were like, what? Yeah. We'd never heard of such a thing before. If you're going to be in Texas, speak Texas. Yeah. It's I-20, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I-20. 1987, this is entering into our era of peak pop culture consumption, yeah, right? Yeah. 1987, Michael Jackson's Bad Video premieres on television, on the MTV, I'm sure. Actually, I believe it was CBS. Well. Yeah. Yep. CBS trying not to be outdone by the MTVs. Yeah. Okay. I can <sighs> still picture that video in my mind, as I'm sure oh, yeah. many people can. Although, what what would you say is the the strongest video memory of one of his songs. Well, Thriller, okay. hands down. Yeah. Sure. That was pretty epic. Yes, 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 yes. Even by today's standards. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was in 1987. 10 years later, 1997, Diana, Princess of Wales, dies in a car crash in a road tunnel in Paris. Her friend, Dodi Fayed, and the driver, Henri Paul, also died in that crash. Now they claim he was intoxicated. Oh really? I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a misinformation. Lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, talk about conspiracy theories. Well, look who they're up against, though. I know they were trying to escape paparazzi photographers. Of course, Princess Diana was affectionately known as the People's Princess. She was known for her smile, for her philanthropic work, for her caring attitude. Did a ton of work for all kinds of charities. Interestingly, as part of the royal family, you do have obligations to charity as part of your okay. uh, royal, at least in for the English crown, as part of your royal responsibilities, like you have to do it. But one thing that Princess Diana did that's very notable is during the AIDS crisis, when that was yes. first becoming a thing, 
was one of the leading, like well-known celebrity uh, people who began to engage in work for that. And so one of the many charitable things that she did during her lifetime. I recall amongst the other things that she was admired for, she was very ladylike, very polished. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember that as much as anything in terms of people respecting her. That was one of the early comments that would always come. You know, she was such a, such a lady. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So 1997, sadly, a lot of, of, uh, style. Oh, absolutely. from her. Yes. Always a style icon Mm -hmm. for sure. I can remember. So that was like at the beginning of our junior year of college, I feel like quite possibly. Yes, the beginning of our junior year. I can remember. Was it my first junior year or my second junior year? You had a number. I had two junior. Well, I had two years of something before I was a senior. I feel like you had two freshman years. You you did a one freshman year as an art major, and then you transferred universities. That's possible. Actually, I had a a semester as an art student, a semester as business and computer science, and then a full year of undecided, and then... Like a semester of nutrition mm. before it was like, all right, phys ed and phys math. Ed. Phys ed, which at our university was called hyper. Health, phys ed, and recreation. Yes. And because of that recreation part, you got to take dance classes. I did have dance. It sucked. take bowling? Wasn't that a semester? Yeah, bowling, golf. Yeah. Um, not the two combined. Separate, <laughs> separate things. I never got good at bowling. I never got good at golf. I never got good at dancing. So what I feel like that university owes me some tuition money back. I agree. I absolutely agree. Let's begin our campaign to the Oklahoma regions to get that tuition refunded. I would push hard for that, except that. So that was mid-college years in my final, I can't remember if it was final one or two semesters. Um, People in the hyper department cut me some slack and I feel like there were two classes that I was allowed to more or less just test out of. I took the midterm, I took the final with them, never went to a day of class. It helped fit my schedule. And so I don't want to push too hard because they could revoke oh, they my could be, degree. You guys can say <laughs> they could be like, well you know what? Yeah, you want to gripe about that tough guy? <laughs> Got one for you. And if that was, if you didn't have your undergrad, then that would make your master's null and void. Exactly. And it would just be a big problem. Then I'd just be sitting here like a jerk with a bunch of college hours and nothing to show for (laughs) it. Nothing to show for Educated for no reason. (laughs) Okay. So, yes. Moving on into the history. 1999. The fifth studio album by the Dixie Chicks was released. That studio album called Fly. Which you love. It's one of my very favorite albums of I was going to say of the 90s but I would say you know reflecting back one of my very favorite albums yeah Yeah. was this pre or post faux pas that is uh pre faux pas okay I was I had to think about where I was where yeah yeah where were we in time and who was president in 1999 for anybody who doesn't know yeah the uh lead Singer Natalie Maines got a little feisty in the press, crapping on uh, President Bush at the time. It was that's not a smooth move if your demographic is yeah. a bunch of rednecks <laughs> and Republicans. <laughs> you you don't do that. Well, 
Yes, you're right. They were at a, they were doing a show overseas in London or somewhere in England. And Natalie Maine said that she was embarrassed or ashamed. One of those two words that the president was from Texas. And so, yes, you can imagine all of those things together. She did it on foreign soil. Yeah. Uh, It was the president of the United States. basically treason. And Texas, yes. But Fly is a fantastic album. In fact, it was. It still is. It holds up. <laughs> that song, Fly, actually, um, the title of the album, I'm sorry, comes from the song Let Him Fly, which they have a cover of on this, but it was originally a Patty Griffin song. So if you love Patty Griffin the way I do, you will recognize her um, very, very specific influence. I think on that whole album, actually. And that's not their only collaboration with Patty Griffin. So anyway, I stand by the fact that that was a fantastic uh, work to put together by those women. Indeed. Indeed. Regardless of political affiliation. Right. Well, 2011, Mm -hmm. only nine short years ago, Mm -hmm. the German city of Bonn installed meters to tax prostitutes. Oh, my. Yeah. How does that... Okay. So the rate was six euros per night. Okay. The meters were installed near an industrial area frequented by prostitutes and their clients, or Johns, as we call them in the biz. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... That's wild, right? It's like, not only are we not going to fight this... Look, Just pay your taxes, okay? This is a universal truth of government going back to the beginning of government. If something can be taxed, the government will right? tax it. So, yeah. If, if it weren't for... This, this is one of those areas where it isn't like people are just like, you know, I think I'm going to try my hand at a little prostitution. It's a, it's a slavery business. Well, it is, yeah. And if it weren't for that, then I'm all for... Deregulation yeah. right, right, right. on a lot of things mm-hmm. because it removes the profitability. Right. Um, but yeah, there's kind of that problem there where it's it's a slave industry. So that's not okay, Germany. Come on. Yeah, you know how the Germans are. You know how the I Germans know. are. Bunch of weirdos. Yeah. Well, today, and I don't remember the year. I feel like it was 1949, so we're out of order. That's okay. But today is... The birthday of American actor Richard Gere, born Richard Tiffany Gere. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Carrying on with the theme of prostitution, his breakout role was in the movie American Gigolo. And of course, we all 
remember him as he starred across from Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. In what was essentially her breakout role. Yeah. I mean, she had done some movies and work before that, but Pretty Woman is what really landed her on the map. Yes, and they were both taxed for their prostitution. (laughs) Yes. By America. By American government, yes, for sure. All right, well, trending today, actually today as we record or something, this weekend, this Mm -hmm. past weekend, it came out... That Michael Jackson, here he is again, had a secret will that's been missing. All these years. Yes. And they're not, they haven't absolutely found it, I don't believe. But the, whoever his publicist and something else was, she's come forth and told the details of what it was. Supposedly it gave his mother 40% of the estate, his three children splitting 40% of the estate amongst them, and then the last 20% going to children's charities. Okay. Um, His father, siblings, former wife, all of them left out. Okay. And... This comes up, I think, because there's still a lot of turmoil over the fact that nothing of significance has been done to preserve the the memory and the greatness of Michael Jackson. Okay. Um, he would have turned 62 just a few days ago. It's estimated that since his death in 2009, that his estate has continued to make money, has made an additional $2 billion in that time, which places him at the top of Forbes Forbes Magazine's list of highest-earning dead celebrities for the past seven years. Wow. Now, Addie's death, and currently still his estate, owns the Beatles' back catalog, many recordings by Bob Dylan, Ray Charles, Elvis Presley. He made a lot of interesting music investments. Yeah. So... Wow. Kind of interesting, yeah? So it's just now trending, like it's just now been sort of leaked or purposely given to the press. Right. Like there's the secret missing well. Yeah. Now I want to point something out that okay. maybe maybe a lot of people know about and I'm just unaware, but I think most people don't recognize this. Okay. A will is nothing more than a suggestion. What? I didn't know that. A I judge... thought it was a binding legal document. No. Oh my gosh. That's why it can be written on a napkin and witnessed by whoever. It doesn't even have to be notarized because it's just a strong suggestion to a judge. I literally, this is brand new information. Mm-hmm. I question how is somebody, what kind of an irresponsible group of wealth managers must he have had? Mm-hmm. Because literally, if you're even worth a few hundred thousand dollars, which anybody who owns a paid-off home probably is. Mm-hmm. Hmm, nice. Had to burp a little bit there. Like an ape. Like an ape. Um, then, yeah, you you need a trust. A trust is a binding document. Oh. And when it comes to then your estate being settled with a trust, if there is a judge involved, all he's there to do is just validate, yep, this is what it says. This is what is happening. It's binding by law. The judge cannot make any any judgment, can't overrule, can't do any of that. The trust lays it all out. A will, like I say, it's a suggestion. That's why a will can be contested. A trust cannot. If you have a trust and then somebody's like, oh, but he, he wrote this will after the fact, nobody gives a crap because it's not a legal document. So when we talk about um, either an estate or a will or something going into probate... 
what does that... That means somebody is trying to figure out what the will means. It, and there wasn't a trust. Like, a trust can't go into probate. Right? Ooh, you're going to test my well, memory here. I know you don't have a law degree. I if mean, it does, if it does, and I'm not sure that it does, but if it does, it's only as a matter of just getting a, a clarified reading of exactly what the trust says. But there's nothing There's nothing really to debate there. The, the issues more often than not, if a trust is constructed properly, then it comes in conjunction with a pour-over will, which basically says anything that I didn't include in this trust document, either because I forgot about it or because it came into ownership after the trust document was written, then the pour-over will says all of that stuff goes to the trust. Oh, and I'm sure you learned this alongside and in conjunction with some of your clients yes. having to move through this process. Yes. So should people then, I know you're not an attorney, nobody nobody take this as legal advice. It's but neither legal nor financial advice. Yes. As a human being, then, would you say uh, people should just skip the will and just have a trust written? Well, again, the right way to do it is you have, at a certain level of net worth, unique to your state, yeah. and you need to look into that. It is highly advisable to get a trust in conjunction with a pour-over will. Okay. Wow. Yep. And I literally didn't know that. All okay. kinds of details around that as well to speak to the value of your estate, what kind of trust it should be, if it should be an AB trust, uh, blah, 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 all right. the things. There are, this is both to make the settling of the estate as fast and smooth and without family contention as possible. Mm -hmm. um, it is also a, an effective means of managing estate taxes. And here we go, back to taxes. Yes. The government is going to get their Your debt, share. give me your money. Yep, they will get their share no matter what. I learned something brand new today. This is especially impactful in states that have any degree or I guess anybody, you could live anywhere, but if you have any ownership in mineral rights where there is drilling going on. Sure. Yeah, man, the trust helps a lot because mm -hmm. people that accumulate mineral rights over the course of time could have things you know, registered singly, could have things registered jointly, all kinds of weird things. The whole concept of the, tr of the trust versus no trust. If something is registered in your name and you die, then that asset dies with you and probate is the process of resurrecting it and determining who it belongs to. Holy if you have a trust, the trust technically owns the items and the trust does not die, so you you bypass a lot of that very expensive and timely process. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I literally... I feel like I should black out now. I just vomited so much information. so much information. Number one, I did not realize you knew all of that. If you have aging parents or yes. just even parents with money or you yourself have money and you're middle-aged, you really ought to consider that. It's it's a act of tremendous graciousness for the living person to have that kind of mercy on yeah. whoever their survivors may end up being. Right. Or if you'd like to screw your kids over and say, no, all this goes to charity. You kids can fend for yourself. You can put spendthrift clauses. You can do all kinds of stuff to control your money from the grave. In a trust. In a trust. But not a will. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is revelatory. It's it's. It's a whole world of things. I forgot I knew a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, hey, you know what it's time for? I do. Back to a, a long neglected now the very segment. Not impossible segment. thing to create a, a good is it an an, an, an acronym? Uh, yes. Where you have the letters that spell a word, this yes. would be rural. Yes. The Watch, Read, Listen Lifestyle. Rural, yes. Rural. Let's just call it rural. Okay. Well, what could you watch? You could... Get out your your racist pants. Yeah. I was going to say, you could. We don't recommend it. You could watch some Foghorn Leghorn cartoons. I do know for a fact that some classic cartoons are on Amazon Prime. Uh, I don't know that they're the Warner Brothers, but I'm, I'm sure you can find them somewhere. You could kind of uh, polish up your old knowledge on the world's oldest business, prostitution, by mm -hmm. watching Richard Gere in American Gigolo or Pretty Woman. Yep. Or if you just like Richard Gere, an officer and a gentleman was pretty solid work as well. What's another Richard Gere movie? Oh gosh, there's a lot of there's a lot of also rans, yeah. and they're like, yeah, oh, he's in that too, but uh, yeah. we don't talk about that one. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Reading. Well, if you have nothing else to read, first of all, I didn't think of this until we were already talking about it. You could find a Princess Diana biography mm -hmm. and read mm -hmm. about her life. There's so much fascination to it, especially if you enjoy uh, learning about royalty, the, the British crown and all of these things. You could. You could, if you can find access to him, go grab any number of old copies of the National Enquirer, which she frequented the cover of true, true. for many years, even after her death. Mm -hmm. That's right now. Mm -hmm. Or if you are a denizen of Facebook and you have joined us over in the Hangout group, we would love for you to come read in the Hangout group. Yeah, but what should they read specifically to keep an eye out for? This is what to look for. There's going to be an announcement this week in regards to drawings for merch. Yeah. For those who've left an Apple podcast review, we're at 98. We're at 98, and you know what? I think, the I think there was one four-star. Yes. Everything else was five-star. You guys have been... So graciously generous and kind so there. Generous. The one four-star review, I take full responsibility for. The reviewer said I was a bully. <laughs> and so that's, you know, that's the cone of shame I got to live in. <laughs> um, and so I'm sorry for bullying you. Uh, yes, yes, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the, the reviews have been so kind and generous, and yeah. we're sort of just like stepping out on faith that two more reviews it's gonna happen. come in. It's going to happen. So please do look in the Hangout group if you are a member of their Sword Awesome Hangout group, and we'll have a little announcement about that. Yeah. Um, listen, what should people listen to? Well, you got the whole, anything, I guess, performed by or owned by the Michael Jackson estate. Well, there you go. Just listen to all American all of pop it. music. It'll take a while. But, of course, if you wanted to just you know, really drill in, you've got the song Bad. Mm -hmm. So you could listen to the Fly album by the Dixie Chicks 1999 release. Now, Burn an American flag while you're doing it. <laughs> well, you don't have to take it that far. Ooh, why wouldn't you? You should really live in whatever it is you're trying out. <laughs> um, I wanted to do a follow-up that... I mentioned this briefly when this series began, but the Sinisterhood podcast, which I love very much, they did a three-part series on Ray Rivera, mm -hmm. which we have talked about on Awesome Today. It's such a fascinating case. Very sad. I always, with true crime, you, you want to walk the balance. It's not sure. just a fascinating case. A, a man lost his life, and it was under 
circumstances such that his family is left wondering what yeah. could have really happened. It's I, I think oftentimes the fascination isn't with the fact right. that somebody that something it's the fascination is how in this day and age with the technology that we have, how did yes. our system fail? Yes, that's a great great perspective on it. So Sinisterhood did a three part series, each of those Podcast episodes are over an hour long. They did all of the work. They read the Reddit threads. They did, remember how there's a book about it? I think it's called yes. Explain Death. Yes, yes. Uh, they read the book. They they assimilated so much information to talk yeah. about. And you know what? The two of them, two women hosted, even at the end of that three-part series, the two women who host still are not even in agreement on what could have happened, yeah. which just goes to show that this is just such a puzzling case. Indeed. So anyway, that podcast is called Sinisterhood, and you'll find the three-part series there. Well, what what can we recommend for lifestyle? Well, of course, you could go find yourself a split skirt. You may have to look under the name culottes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> if you have no self-respect and you like frustration, you could go play with Lincoln Logs. You could. Don't bring them to our house. We have enough oh, building construction yeah, material as it is. Enough, enough. Um, I know you have one more, but I forgot to slip this in. Just smell my arm. Do you like that? No. Okay. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little sneak peek preview. Every season on Sort of Awesome, we do a top 10 list for the season. Okay. This thing that I'm wearing right now is not exactly a perfume. It's a, it's a scented body lotion that's called Cozy Pumpkin. It smells like... Honey and vanilla to me. Okay, which I don't, a, I don't like. To, it's too sweet. It's a very gourmand scent, and I've been wearing it for a few hours, so that really a lot of it's lost a lot of its pumpkin feel. Because when okay. I first put it on, it doesn't just smell like it doesn't smell like your pumpkin spice latte. It smells like you cut open a pumpkin, like pumpkin flesh. Yuck. Okay. Well, anyway, capital it, yuck. That's not the only scent in it, but uh, if you're unless you're Kyle. <laughs> Be prepared for me to talk more about this particular lotion is from a perfume house called House of House of Glory. House of Doom, House of Pain. House of Pain, and they make pumpkin butter, which is a really thick uh, lotion for your skin that has pumpkin seed oil in it. Does it turn you orange? Uh, we'll find out. I've been using it for a while. Does it make you scary? Um, only if you carve jack-o'-lantern shapes. Have you swallowed a candle yet? <laughs> Strike three. I feel like we got really derailed. What I wanted to say <clears throat> is this is a preview that's going to be on our top 10 for fall 2020 list. I'm sorry you All hate right. it. Well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't so much hate it as I don't love it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't have noticed. It's not strong. I wouldn't have noticed it had right. you not thrust your punching arm into my face. You said smell this. Yeah. Okay. Smell it, punk. <laughs> I, I was a little scared, too. I smelled fear. <laughs> All right, round us up. Fear and aggression, pumpkin patch style. <laughs> that fits. That's something you'd like. <laughs> Why? Well, since since having read uh, the science of getting rich, yes, and this this uh, encouragement to living a mindset of gratitude, yes. It has really changed how I see things. Me too. Um, my my first response, unfortunately, is often mildly caustic. I'll admit that. 
that's part of being the the indifferent stoic yep. and all of that is it's like every, I'm skeptical always of a lot of things super skeptical and and oftentimes I identify a hey, that's that didn't write yeah um, I'm not angry per se no it's, just, it's the direction things go of course but this is this has been morphing and transitioning and I as I got out of the shower this morning and our our we have a, a small bathroom that I use um, the shower is when you open the doors, you're, you're staring just a few feet away at the, the back of the toilet. Yeah. Like, not from behind. It's not like somebody <laughs> just stuck saying, a toilet in the middle of the room. I was going to say, you make that sound so weird. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a house built by Oklahomans, so it's, it's a little different. Just, uh, hey, let's just put it here. Shouldn't we turn we're, it out? Nope. No. We, we're short on pipe. Just put it here. Nobody will notice. No, it's not in the middle of the room. It's just, yeah, you look, you're looking at the front of the toilet, yes. but then the, the top back part is yes. <laughs> right there in your line of sight because you're that close. You don't. It's so close. Yeah. What, what, how, what is the size of that bathroom total? Oh gosh. It's like maybe nine by six or nine and a half by six. Right. It's, it's not, there's no way to fit a full size bathtub in there. Exactly. So it's, it's a shower, a crapper and a sink. That's it. It's pretty though. But as I as I looked over at this, um, on the back of the toilet, yep. there are yep. five count them five rolls of toilet paper, and no one of them is more than about a third full. So that means just the deck what? I don't use old toilet paper. I give me the new one, and then you know we don't bother to throw it away. Just we're collecting them back there. Yeah. It's a future art project. If anybody just wipe a few more times, it's ridiculous. But I was laughing to myself rather than getting agitated. I was laughing to myself, thinking, "What a what a world of surplus we live in." It was just a few short months ago. People were viciously chicken fighting each other in the parking lot of Walmart over toilet paper. And here we are in our decadence of five. Yeah, you know, we don't use the last part. I cannot stop laughing. Okay, listen, the reason they're like that is Nico. Nico goes in there and gets them and starts unwinding them. Yep. And then, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't stop laughing about it that. It was pretty awesome. It yes. was a good chuckle. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> So, yes, uh, we would encourage you, too, to yeah. stop using the, just when you, yeah. you get down to a third of it. Just... It's extra wine to get it off. It's too much effort. We need a toilet paper boy we can holler at. There we go, yes. Yeah. Oh, Nico would volunteer for he that He would, job. yeah. Got it. Move. When you're done, he's going to drop it in the toilet completely. Yes. So, got to watch him on that. He's not a good toilet paper boy. He's not. He's not. He, he there's a funny. lot of things where it's... It's like a, he's close, but not quite. Right, right, right. Yeah. He is only one years old. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't raise this, the bar too high. Yeah. It's not like we've kicked him out or not made yet. him sleep in the backyard or something for it, but he's getting close. Oh my goodness. Well, what a way to round out the end of August. Indeed. Indeed. So. Well, unless there's something else. I don't think so. Have an awesome today. This Monday. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. It has recently been suggested by anonymous sources that Michael Jackson never used more than the first third of the roll of toilet paper. Apparently he was both the king of pop and the king of poop.
Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.